It is 23 minutes to 12, and uh, I'm going to wrap up my chat. I started with Ryan Ravens. Ryan Ravens is the CEO of Accelerate Cape. They represent you know, some of the top businesses in the country right here in the Cape. And we, we initially started talking about you know, what businesses should be doing, uh, their role in getting the economy right, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I then said, listen, we didn't even get to – the, the 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 private or public private partnerships, um, and yeah, I thought. Listen, let's talk about that. I personally am a fan of public private partnerships if the right leaders are involved all the way around, and if the value chain for 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 the impact leads all the way down. Uh, but it's good to have you back, Ryan. I did promise you we'd finish this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kino. Oh, it's good to be back, man. Thanks for having me. You guys always have such interesting discussions. Yeah, no, we try. Hey, we try. We try. <laughs> um, I mean, doctor, the doctor we had earlier was just phenomenal. Um, yeah, incredible. No, no. Uh, so right, let's talk about public-private partnerships. We hear this phrase sort of bandied about, and um, let, let's talk about public-private partnerships within, with, within the framework of sort of getting this country right, getting us back on track. How do you see it working? Yeah, absolutely. I think just before we jump off, you know, it yep. would be remiss of me not to put out a massive thanks to our firefighters and everyone that got oh, involved yes. yesterday. You know, while whilst the rest of us bicker and fight and try to assign blame, mm. these men and women just got stuck in, bravely got on with the job, and yep. I think we owe them a massive debt of gratitude. So big thanks to them. And and you know, the reality is, if you if you think about how everyone came together, people brought donations. Uh, companies were making premises available, hotels were making rooms available for students and so on. That is the spirit we need to turn around the South African economy, you know, and, and that's sort of the spirit we need when we talk about public-private partnerships. Now, I'm just, you, you know, when we talk about this, I'm sorry, but you mentioned the firefighters. I can't not comment. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that now, right? Um, Mike, <laughs> Mike Bosman, the uh, chairman of the Spur Group, sent me this WhatsApp now. I mean, they're, they're doing Ottawa Steak, Spur, the Spur Steak Ranch there. Firefighters and UCT res students, we welcome you to enjoy a free original Spur Burger meal at the Ottawa Spur in support of your strength and courage during challenging times. Hashtag Cape Town Fire Blaze. Um, and yeah, I just think it's, it's cool incredible. to see. And, and a lot of these businesses, I mean, Spur Group is not um, uh, left out of it as well. They've taken a bit of a pummeling, right, as far as lockdown, etc. is concerned. But it's good to see a lot of these corporates still giving back, which has been phenomenal. But now let's get Absolutely. on to the public-private partnership yeah. thing. So, I mean, really what we need is that sort of spirit, but to build infrastructure. Right. And um, government can't do this on their own. You know, we, we often talk about infrastructure and public-private partnerships. But I, just to contextualize that, I think, mm. for listeners today, because we throw around big numbers in this country all the time, right? Um, and, and to put that into context, the NDP has a target of 30% of our GDP that should be spent on infrastructure right, mm. every year. And, and that's roughly... 4.1 billion rand per day. Yep. Now, we're falling behind by 1.6 billion rand a day. Now, again, big numbers. What does that actually mean? Yeah. 1.6 billion rand a day is equivalent to one new university every day mm. um, or solar power for 20,000 homes mm. every single day. And that's mm. how much we are falling behind. And until we can sort of rally everyone, business, and government um, and civil society behind this to really see this as uh, almost almost to view this shortcoming as a rampant 
ire blazing through our economy. And if we don't all come together and do what we can to stop this, um, we're going to be we're going to be in serious trouble. Um, in fact, we we already in serious trouble, as you can see by the unemployment numbers in this country. Um, mm. So you know, I think it's it's fairly clear. Government is not going to do this on their own. Yeah. Um, State-owned enterprises were meant to be sort of where infrastructure development happens. And I mean, anyone watching the Zondo Commission will realize just how horribly we've gone wrong with state-owned enterprises. Um, but, but, you know, beyond the rampant corruption is also underspend. You know, someone was, was um, speaking on the show a little bit earlier about the underspend by the city of Cape Town. Correct. You know, um, and, and the reality is government across the board underspends, um, only spends about 85% of its annual budget. Um, and, and that's really indicative of a lack of skills and capacity within government. You know, they, yeah. they can't even spend a little bit of money that they do have to get this country on track um, because of, of simple lack of skills and capacity. And so, again, it, it tells us that there's a very strong case for uh, support by the private sector um, and, and to start partnering. Where do you see, I mean, it's one thing to, I mean, infrastructure yeah. development, and we mentioned this the last time, and private-public partnerships, but who actually benefits? You know, my, my, my challenge is, um, a lot of the time, you know, it's it's the golf buddy of the CEO or somewhere down the stream, the kids go to Michael House and the other one started a little business, and we're going, oh, maybe you should meet my friend who's the chairman of this, that, and the other thing. Um, you know, yeah. where do those opportunities actually get created downstream, though? And, well, one needs to monitor that in relation to where this country needs to be and needs to find itself. So, you know, micro-enterprises, I'm not saying keep out certain micro-enterprises, but broaden your net of micro-enterprises that you bring into the value chain. Absolutely. I mean, what, what you just alluded to is is a big part of the problem with public-private partnerships today. Um, you know, there hasn't been a new one registered since 2017, um, largely because of high levels of oversight and, and sort of the admin burden. And so that opportunity for people to get together on a golf course and sort of, um, uh, you know, come together and do a project that benefits only themselves, um, that opportunity has really been restricted within the public-private partnership regulation. And so we're not seeing any activity in that. That's quite ironic and quite sad that we're not seeing the level of development because there's limited opportunities for corrupt enrichment, you know. Um, but to your point, I think what we are advocating for is some of the changes that benefits everybody and that essentially are free to government, right? So um, a classic example uh, is, is licensing spectrum for cellular networks, right, to expand and grow capacity yeah. and grow 5G. Now, um, this is not meant to be just for the traditional players, but really to open up that entire space mm. for more participation. You know, um, 5G is a massive global opportunity. Um, and again, South Africa is falling behind because government cannot get its policy straight and CASA cannot convene a spectrum auction. Um, I mean, this is, so, this is Ryan, uh, my, my question is if we can't run a piss up in a brewery, <laughs> who are we going to ask? to get this all right? Well, the, the reality is we do need the private sector to get involved. And what mm. you found over recent years is the private sector becoming more and more insular as levels of trust in government declines, you know? And, and that's mm. across the board. It's not, it's not necessarily party political related. It's, it's performance-based. I mean, you, you know, I, I've heard a lot of dissatisfaction with the opposition, for example, on, on your show. And mm. it's just the reality. Our entire political space is just 
rotten, you know, um, to be honest. And, and what we really need is sort of um, people in the private sector who've had their head down and sort of been very insular in their thinking to start looking up at the society in which they're doing business and the society from which they're taking profit and start accepting a responsibility to get involved. Much like the firefighters and everybody who got involved with the fire, we need mm. people to sort of start getting involved in the South African economy and doing what they can to improve the situation as opposed to continually bickering and fighting about who to blame and which party is better than the other. You know, uh, politicians are politicians, and they're going to do what politicians do. But what we need now <laughs> is, South, is, is sort of the, the, the patriotic South Africans and business people to step up and, and do the necessary to get stuck in and start fixing things. Um, and, and we need government to create the environment in which that is possible. And that's the partnership we're looking for from government. You know, not the big deals for coal brokered on the mm. golf course, but really a partnership that says, let us create the environment that you need to thrive. And then just let business get on with it, you know. And, and through doing that, it will create massive opportunities downstream for suppliers and other mm. small uh, businesses. Yeah, we mustn't pretend that business isn't part of the problem as well, hey? So, um, you know, and I, th- I think it's about, it's, it's, it's about someone putting the checks and balances in place. Because at the end of the day, you, you, you know what your purpose is. You know why you want to do this. Um, but, but at the same time, <laughs> you, 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 yeah, I, I just I find, no it, I, yeah, I find it difficult. No to, one's innocent, right? Yeah. No one's innocent. But, um, but the reality is it's, it's unlike government, business is not sort of this homogenous grouping that's all bound by a particular set of policies or a particular mm. set of rules or party pronouncements. You know, we don't tow a party so, line as this. So, um, so we're not this homogenous grouping. And, and of course, there are going to be some unethical uh, characters in the mix. Uh, mm. We've seen that recently with, with the Steinoff saga and, and just how rotten to the core some of um, those actions were. But um, I, I, in my experience, with business, in particular business in the Western Cape, I've been immensely impressed at sort of just the high moral and ethical caliber of a lot mm. of senior business leaders. But these are the very people that have become insular because of all the corruption that they've seen in government and among some of their peers. Sure. Sure. And so what they do is they retreat um, to their own domain and sort of, you know, focus on what they can do uh, for their staff and for their business. Um, and those are the people that I'm really speaking to, you know, those who still believe in this country, those who still um, feel that they e- there are ethical mm. ways to grow and develop the country. Um, and we need those people to really stand right. up and be talented. Ryan Romans, great chatting to you, CEO of Accelerate Cape.